0: Good morning, good morning morning and welcome. If you're new here, welcome to C3 Church. If you've been here for a while, then you'll know I'm not Pastor Gene. (laughs) (laughs) I I know, I know, it's hard to believe because someone said this morning, you're dressed like him, you got the checkered shirt, the long pants, real shoes, you're just like Pastor Gene. So I'm not Pastor Gene. He and his family are away getting some much needed time off. They are resting, relaxing, seeking God's guidance, but also eating a lot of really, really good pizza. So so let's make sure we stay away from them, give them some time to relax, give them some time to get caught up, and and really, really to spend some time studying the Word and seeking God's will, okay? All right. All right, before I get started, my name is Ed. Ed. And um, I'll be providing the message today. But I want to share something with you that just happened to me that was very special. So on Friday, I did like most of people who live in Naples, Florida do. On Friday, I retired. Thank you. Thank you. So if you were here last week and heard the message, you'll remember what that now entitles me to. So I can drive in any lane I want on the highway. Stop signs, mere suggestions. And I'm going to be cursed and cursed at. So please, please pray for me and pray for God's will in my life as I seek what the next thing God wants me to do will be. Now, we're going to take a short break from our journey through Numbers and Deuteronomy, and we're going to talk about Family. There are all kinds of families. What kind of family did you come from? Mom, dad, just mom, just dad, brothers, sisters, half-brothers, half-sisters, or just you? Maybe an uncle or an aunt lived with you, maybe grandma or grandpa live with you. And you know what? There are musical families, theatrical families, athletic families, hippie families, all kinds of families. And any of these can be Christian families. My family was very, very musical. That is, everyone but me. You see, my father was a jazz trumpet player. My mother played the piano. My brother played the saxophone. But I had zero rhythm. Couldn't sing, can't dance, play no musical instrument whatsoever. But my father thought he could fix this. His solution to my lack of rhythm, he got me an accordion. Now, you know how cool it is being a middle school kid walking around with an accordion looking for a local polka band to play with? (sighs) If you'd like to hear more about the trauma of being a non-musical kid in a musical family, we can talk a little bit later over some ice cream, and I'll tell you all about it. I also had at one point this kind of crazy uncle that lived with us. He has tried every job you could imagine. Let's see, he was a barber, a landscaper, a farmer, an auto mechanic, you name it, he tried it. And he used to walk around in these Asian-themed shirts, which I never really got because he was from Arkansas (laughs) and had never been outside of Arkansas except for to live with us. I I just never really got it. It's C3 Church, we're a church family. So what exactly does church family mean? Jesus said, we are his family. Matthew twelve forty six to 50. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Again, we find in Ephesians 2, 19-22. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together And rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. And again we see this in Romans 8, 16 and 17. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children... Then we are heirs, heirs of God and co heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. So it's clear we're all family. Every single one of you and yours are vital members of the family formed in the dwelling and congregation of C3 Church. We want to be a family that is firmly on the rock of Christ Jesus. Now the Bible gives us a model of what this healthy family looks like and we find it in Acts. Acts 2.42-47 They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, And ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their numbers daily those who were being saved. Now there's no mention of my crazy uncle or my annoying brother, but still family. Is this who we are at C3? Are we all living the biblical version of family? In Acts, everyone is participating in the church. If I can, let me summarize the key points of Acts and the attributes of a healthy church. Reading scripture... Praying, giving, and serving. And these attributes are special for a family. Let's first start with reading Scripture. Now, before I go on to the other points in Acts, I really, really want to stress the reading of Scripture. We have to read our Bibles to understand God's Word and His character. So let me depart from the Bible for just a minute to give you some statistics from Barna, a leading Christian research organization, on how Americans are committed or not committed to reading the Bible. 61% of evangelical Christians have read the Bible start to finish. 61%. 18% of people of other faiths have done the same and 9% of people with no faith at all have read the entire Bible. But even more disappointing is that of practicing Christians. 37% have read The Life of Pi cover to cover. 22% have read Twilight cover to cover. And 21% have read The Hunger Games cover to cover. Now, now these, are, you know, these are interesting books, but quite frankly you should have looked at the movie Save the Time and read your scriptures. Entertaining? Yes. But not contributing to a Christian life or a better understanding of our Christian faith. And during the pandemic, the 14% of U.S. adults who say they read their Bibles daily dropped to 9%. The 14% who read their Bibles daily dropped to 9%, according to the research Barna did between 2019 and 2020. First of all, only 14% of Americans read their Bibles every day. And during the pandemic, we found other things to do, We should not only be reading our scriptures, but we should be immersed in them. Immersed in them. 1 Timothy 4, 5 to 10. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it's received for thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of of God in prayer. If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales and internet stories. Rather, train yourself to be godly for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive. Because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people, and especially of those who believe let's look at also let's also look at 2 Timothy 3:16 all scripture is god-breathed and is useful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness next Let's talk about praying. Now, there's some people who can pray for hours. They're truly prayer warriors and marathon prayers. And we don't all have to be that way. Prayer is about a relationship. My mother used to talk to God all the time. And usually it was when my brother and I were doing something that we shouldn't have been doing, or we messed up the house, and and so my mother would say this very simple, simple prayer. She would lift up her hands, she would raise her head, head to heaven, and she would say, "Lord, why didn't you give me more to work with?" <laughs> so let's see with our scriptures. Say about praying. First Thessalonians five, 16 through18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. we have the honor of having a relationship with Jesus, the creator of heaven and earth and all things in it. We should pray about everything. 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 And if you don't know what to say to God, Jesus gives us the words In a very simple prayer. And I want to say it all together. Let's say it all together. This is Matthew 6, 9 through 13. You ready? This then, come on, is how we should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. Thank you. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you. The next topic is around giving. And giving is a sensitive subject in most churches. And I'm not really sure why. So so let's look at some scriptures around giving. Let's start with 2 Corinthians 9, 7 to 9. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. And that's Psalm 112, verse 9 that's being quoted. The money and the resources we have, after all, are all gifts from God. Our very lives, the resources, the money, everything we have, be it great or small, are all gifts from the Lord. And I think we should never forget that. Next, I'm going to talk about serving. We are the hands and feet of Jesus when we serve. So let's see what the scriptures say about it. Let's go to Acts. Acts 6.1-6. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. in the ministry of the word. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Picurus, Nicanor, Timon, Perinus, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. The context of this fits us because there is a lot of work to be done in our church. Our ministries of teaching and preaching have to continue as our pastor follows God's leading. So, who at C3 Church will rise to fill the calling to serve in the many local ministries that C3 is committed So let's do this. Let's have a family meeting. Now, my father and mother used to call a family meeting, and my brother and I would run all around the house, all up and down the stairs, yelling, family meeting, family meeting, family meeting. We'd run outside. We'd run all through the neighborhood. Dog would be chasing us. We'd be running everywhere. And there was only the four of us. We were kind of weird that way, I guess. So so let's go through our checklist. Are we reading Scripture? C3 is a Bible based church, a Scripture led church. So I'm certain, I'm certain that you'd rather hear the Bible and the Scriptures than me and my opinions. And as a reminder, We have Bible study here every Wednesday night, beginning at 5.30 with worship, and if you're uncomfortable or can't make it here in person, we live stream it as well, and uh, you can find it on their C3 app. Second, are we praying? We have countless opportunities throughout the day to pray and ask for his guidance, wisdom, and sometimes forgiveness. I want to encourage you to pray when you wake up, pray when you eat, pray for your neighbors, and pray for your enemies. Pray for those in the C3 church family. And C3 has in the back, when you came in, cards. Um, We also have cards in the back of the seats. If you need prayer, please fill out a card. And the team here, the staff here, will pray for you. And I also ask that you pray for them. Third, are we giving? Did you know that C3 Church supports Mission India and community partners such as Southwest Florida Pregnancy Resource Center Wings of Shelter, Collier County Homeless Coalition, and TNT. Now, it takes resources, including money, to sustain these ministries as well as sustaining C3 Church. And then, last in the list, are we serving? Participating in the church family is a fulfilling thing for everyone. We all have different ways and gifts of participating. So I encourage you to put your gifts to use in the church. We do not want to be a church based on entertainment, but on scripture and meeting the needs of our community. C3 has taken a number of steps in faith lately. C3 Cafe is now open on Wednesday and Sunday, feeding those in need. Please continue to bring food as we serve the needs of the local community, and thank you for those who are faithfully cooked, shopped, served, and cleaned. And in my case, warmed. Good with the microwave. We recently sold the thrift store to focus on the community around the church, and we've reduced our tenants in this very building. All these changes are to better focus on the mission as the body of Christ and as a family. And to better serve our local community. We need to increase our praying. We need to increase our serving. And we need to increase our giving. Now this brings us back to Acts 2. So, Are we reading? Are we praying? Are we giving? And are we serving? I believe we are reading. I believe you've seen a lot of Bible verses today. And continue to read your Bibles. I believe we are praying. And we need to stay in prayer. I believe we are giving, and will continue to give and serve our local community, as well as the missions abroad. And I believe we're faithfully serving. Every one of us desires to do God's will. We all desire to be a part of the family, the church family. And we have plenty of opportunities here at C3 Church. Again, I want to stress for you, read your Bible. Immerse yourself in the Bible. Pray without ceasing. Serve without hesitation. And give out of love. You are all an important part of the body of Christ. We all desire to be part of a loving family. And we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. And our family name is C3 Church. Let me pray for everyone. Father God, we just lift you up and praise you. And we thank you for your grace and mercy. Father, thank you for the honor and privilege of of being able to gather here and to share your word and to fellowship together as one body and to be your family. Father, I just ask that you bless us and keep us as we pursue your word and your will. Lord, I just also lift up Gene and his family and ask that they get rest and that you restore them and that you bless them with great experiences. Father God, I just ask that you bless each and every one of us as we head out this week to do your will and that we are prepared to pray and to give and to serve and that we continue to read our scriptures, Father. Lord, once again, we just lift you up and thank you. And we love you, Jesus. In your heavenly name, amen.